Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, gorgeous humans. Welcome to the Money Mindful podcast and the best episode to date, if I do say so myself. I am your host, Megan Jean-Smith, and today we are celebrating Money Mindful's first birthday. This is episode 52. Holy shit, like it's it's been a year. It's so exciting. Um, if you have been with me since the start, thank you for being here with me. I created this podcast for you for you to grow and learn and live into what is possible. I have a gift for you too, which I'll share at the end. I want to give back to you. This past year has been the best year of my life. It's been rich, like the most decadent chocolate cake you can imagine. Rich, juicy and fulfilling. I have had the most growth and transformation this year that I think I've experienced since I was a tiny human, learning all the new tiny human things. And I want this episode to be a celebration of that, but also a guide as to how I did it so that you can do it too. But before I get into that, I just wanted to let you know in celebrating the first birthday of Money Mindful, I have a beautiful gift for you. I will share it with you at the end of the episode. So hang around for that. If I look back to 12 months ago, when this podcast launched, there are quite a few things that have changed. And here's what has changed. This time last year, I stepped out into the great beyond and became a podcaster. It was so scary but one of the best choices I have ever made. At the time, I was working part-time as a primary school teacher in the job I had held for nearly close to 10 years, and I spent the rest of my time mumming it with my then two- and four-year-old kids at home. We lived in a nice home in the western suburbs of Melbourne. Fast forward... 12 months and we now live in New South Wales. I have certified as a life and weight coach. I have started my own profitable coaching practice in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And now I have clients in Australia, the US and Sweden. In June of this year, nine months in, into podcasting, the podcast hit an amazing milestone of 10,000 downloads. And just over three months later, it has more than doubled. And at the time of recording this, it is at over 23,000 downloads. And I have interviewed international authors, started an online book club, had the pleasure of interviewing and meeting many inspiring and amazing women around the world through the podcast and my work. 
But the coolest thing about changing my own life and reaching for my goals is that I've helped others change their lives too. So fun. Okay, so I'm still learning to embrace and celebrate my successes and I, I admit I feel slightly awkward talking about it, but gee whiz, it's been a phenomenal year. You can change your life in an instant if you know how, and I want to share it with you. I, how I had such amazing success in such a short time. And when I thought back over the last 12 months, like I've been thinking about how I've created this, there's 12 main concepts I've followed that you can do too. And so this is what this podcast is about today. I want to go over those 12 concepts, if you will, so you can take from what I've learned and apply it in your own life. All right. So the first one is embrace change. So we were at the pool recently and my daughter, she was like clenching her fists and she kept like raising her fist into the air and saying, into the great beyond. And she was fully involved in this imaginary quest. Like in her mind, she was off on an adventure into the great beyond and having a great time. She was living into possibility, like in her imagination, going and doing new things. So how does this story of a three-year-old playing relate to embracing change? Well, as adults, so often we settle into the comfort zone of the known as opposed to the unknown. We stop getting out of our comfort zone. We stop changing and trying new things. We stop looking to the future. We just look to our past, like what we've already achieved and what we already know that we can do. What got you to where you are today is not going to get you to where you want to go in the future. So unless you wanna live the same life on repeat, you have to make changes. You have to be willing to be wrong. And by this, I mean change your thinking. So I thought teaching was going to be my career, but I was wrong about that. I thought it was hard to make money and have a profit in a new business. Well, I was wrong about that too. I assumed getting clients when starting a new business was going to be really, really hard. And I was wrong about that. We don't know the outcomes of our efforts. What we do know is that if we don't do or think differently, nothing will change. We have no idea what our lives are going to be like in the future. Like I did not think we were going to be living in New South Wales. Moving our whole family into the state is quite an operation. There were many uncomfortable and unknown factors. We could have resisted it or not done it. Like we could have chose to stay in Melbourne, but we embraced it and we've grown so much as a family because of it. And if you want to make more money or live a different way, you have to be willing to be wrong about the way that you think and do things now and be willing to embrace change. And I don't mean that you are wrong or that you're doing anything wrong. I just mean that The way that you do things now got you to where you are right now. But if you want to get to a new place, you need to be able to embrace change. 
Okay, number two, be bold. Okay, I've made some bold moves this year and they have been really scary, but so, so worth it. First of all, just doing this podcast felt like such a bold move at the time. Putting myself out there in the public domain, actually voicing my opinion, talking about money as I see it, it's bold, but bold moves change your life and changing your life is where you get all the juicy fulfillment. If you want to have a rich, juicy and fulfilling life, you have to get out there and live it. Being bold is showing up as yourself and going after what you want. And at first, this can seem really, really fucking scary. Like it was for me. We don't, we don't want to be, and it's part of our human instinct to survive to like, we want people to like us, but if you're not being yourself and you're toning yourself down or not doing the things that you really want to do because you're worried what other people will think, who do those people actually like? It's not you because you're not even being yourself. I'll just say that again because I think I stumbled on my words. It's like when, you, when you're worrying about what people think about you and you're altering the way that you behave so that they will like you, who's the person that they're actually liking? It's not you because you're not even being yourself. I I never used to talk about money because I was really worried that people would judge me. Now, obviously, I talk about money all the time and I feel comfortable doing so. And now I'm making more money. Like, how cool is that? Like, by being myself and actually showing up in the world as who I truly am, people want to work with me and pay me money to help them create their own rich, juicy lives. And All I had to do was feel the courage required to live my own life on my terms. Like courage doesn't feel good, by the way, um, but the results of courage can be magnificent. Okay, so be bold. All right, number three, just let yourself fucking have it. And when I say it, I mean the life you really want. Like I see you. Don't kid yourself. We all have dreams and fantasies about the lives we wish we could have, but most of us don't dare go for it. Why not? I think it's because we don't believe we could actually have it, as in achieve it for ourselves, or that it's even possible because it's so different to what we're doing now. It's unlike anything we've done before when we we want to change our life, right? I realize it's much easier to talk about that now on the other side, but I ummed and erred about doing life coach certification for quite a long time. I really, really wanted to do it, but when I saw the price, which with the exchange rate comes in at just below 30,000 Australian dollars, I stopped myself initially. I really wanted to do it, but I made the cost an obstacle for myself. And it was quite an excruciating process paying the money up front and becoming the person who invests that much in myself and my future. When I think about it now, it seems so crazy that I might not have done it. Like any sensible person would probably have told me, you're a teacher. 
you like being a teacher, you have a really stable job with amazing benefits, why would you spend so much money to become a life coach? You have no guarantee that you'll get clients or make money, don't do it. But I wanted a different life. I wanted to make change. I wasn't satisfied at a deep level doing what I was doing, even though it was like fine, right? On the surface, I wanted to work in a career that was flexible and online that I could do from anywhere because my partner moves around a lot and it really annoyed me that I had to keep going out and getting casual employment every time we moved. Like I wanted to have a job that I didn't have a cap on how much I could make either or restrictions on how and when I had to work. I wanted a career that worked with my family and many people would say that that isn't possible. But here I am sitting working from home. I work irregular hours that work around my family. I can drop off my daughter and pick her up from school every day. I can work with clients anywhere in the world as long as our time zones match up for my coaching availability. I mean, it's the dream life. And this is also what I was talking about when I said you need to be willing to be wrong. If I wasn't willing to be wrong about it being possible to live this kind of life, I wouldn't have it right now. Okay, you've got to let yourself have it. All right, this leads me to my next point. Number four is stop arguing for your limitations. Why are you trying to convince me or anyone else of your limitations? What purpose does it serve? Don't worry, there's nothing wrong with you. We all do it, but notice and stop it. Like I'll give you a couple of examples. I've mentioned before that I often think I don't have enough time. And I've had a few coaching sessions on it where I have found myself trying to convince my coach about this. It's like, see all the things I have to do. Look at this huge long list. There's not enough time. It like it feels so true, right? When we argue for our limitations, we create more evidence for them and we reinforce them in our lives. Like all the BS people believe about money being hard and that they don't have enough. If you want to not make more money or lose weight or stay in the belief that you don't have enough time, keep arguing for that, all right? And that's what you'll create. However, if you want to change and make more money, have a different lifestyle or job or lose the weight, whatever it is, right? Because we've all got these things that we want to do. Even if you feel like your limitations are very real, stop arguing for them. Like there's zero upside to this. If you continue to argue for and convince yourself and others that you have these limitations, you will never make room for the possibility of a solution or a different way of doing things. Like I felt plenty of limitations this year about what I thought I was capable of doing and everyone has been false. Look for solutions and live in possibility. Like what if you could make more money? What if you could lose the weight, change jobs, work from home, make money and still have time for the kids? Whatever it is, how would you do it? Try living into possibility. That is how I have created this past year. Just being willing to believe it's possible. 
Okay, meet, number five is meet yourself where you are at. All right, so every step of the way this year, I have done just that, taken one step at a time. I have not tried to do or be something five steps ahead of what I could do. Now, I'm not suggesting you don't stretch yourself and aim high, but what I mean is stay in your own lane and do the next step. Like I would love, I mean, I kind of don't want you to do this, but like I'd love you to go and scroll down to the bottom of my Instagram account. It's not pretty. You can literally see how far I've come and have done it and, and like how I've done it one step at a time because you can see the progression on my Instagram account. I just kept doing the next thing. I wanted a podcast, so I learned how to do that and got the first episode out. Then I thought I better have a way to tell people about it, so I started posting on Instagram. I had no idea what I was doing when I started. And I think that's so important to acknowledge, like you're going to be shit when you first start something new. And that's absolutely part of the process. Just meet yourself where you're at. I had seven followers when I first opened the Money Mindful Podcast Instagram account. Now I have over 800. Isn't that crazy? And I have over 13,000 people listening to the podcast. It's insane. It's so many people. I can't even imagine what that amount of people looks like. And it just keeps growing. Like be okay with exactly where you are and just do the next thing. Like this is exactly where I am now. Like I am super stoked to have connected with all of you and with how many people I have on my Instagram account. Like it's totally enough. Like it's perfect for me right now. I don't need 30,000 people on my Instagram account to be good enough or to do the next thing. Like I've got just the amount that I need. I've got you, you're listening, like you're my person. Like we're in this together, right? And we're just taking the next step. Be okay with exactly where you are and just do the next thing. It is absolutely inevitable that next year, for sure, I'll have over 100,000 downloads on the podcast if I keep going the way I'm going. But imagine if when I started out, I was comparing myself to people who were already at that stage. Not helpful. (laughs) Okay. All right. So number six is be a student of the life you want to live. If you want to be better with money, learn about money. Listen to money podcasts, buy books about money. If you want to start a business, learn about marketing and copywriting, fully embrace and learn about who you want to be and what you want to create. The amount of money I spend on coaching books and training has significantly increased this year. All right. And but it's totally worth it and it's helping me because I'm I want to be and do and create new things that I didn't have the knowledge already to do 
Okay, so I'm filling those knowledge gaps. I'm, I'm learning how to do it, but then I'm going out and applying it. Okay, so this is step seven. Take massive action. Actually do what is required to make it happen. So there's a don't just read about it and consume information about what you're interested in. Get out there and do it. Like learn from your mistakes, experiment, try different things. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, this month, you'll know that there's a whole series of episodes I've just done on how to overcome overwhelm and procrastination and and how to get it done. Go back and listen to those episodes if you want to get better at actually being able to use your time effectively all right how to make decisions then how to take action okay so you can move forward go back and listen to the last few episodes if you want to learn more about that okay so this goes hand in hand with number eight which is fail forward then do it again (laughs) Okay, success is built on a pile of failures. Now, this sounds like such a cliche, but it's absolutely essential to moving forward and evolving in your life. You don't have to know how to get to where you want to go because you haven't got there yet. You have to try stuff out, see what works. Some of my episodes are really popular, others not as much. I don't know what's going to resonate with you until I try it. I don't know where my next client is going to come from until I give things a go. I just keep putting myself out there. Out of all the wonderful guests I've had on my podcast, I have also had others that have declined my invitation. It doesn't matter. I've had plenty of people not taking me up on my offers to be their coach. So what? It doesn't mean anything about who I am as a person. You have to be willing to fail. If you're not failing at things, you're not moving forward and evolving in your life. Because if if you're never having any failures, then you are just living in this safe zone of your life of no evolvement, no change. Because you can't evolve and grow as a person unless you're willing to fall flat on your face. Because that's what happens when you learn and grow you're going to fall on your face a couple of times and that's okay you just pick yourself up again and keep going all right number nine and this is a pretty powerful one actually show up and let people be wrong about you in terms of the success of the podcast and my coaching practice that is because I show up and I tell people I'm a life coach I tell people I have a podcast. I tell people I have a book club. When you live into who you want to be, others just accept that and that is who you are. And you also start to accept who you are. Nobody is going to buy from your business or listen to your podcast or do whatever it is that you want them to do if you don't show up and tell them what it it is that you do. And the catch is that when you show up, you expose yourself to people judging you and not liking you. But you also open yourself up to all the people who love you and love what you do. 
I have made some amazing connections this year with kick-ass women that I never would have met if I wasn't showing up as myself and putting myself out there, following my dreams and living the life that I really want. And the other piece of this is that people are judging you already right now, right? So you might as well show up and do what you want to do and let them judge you for who you really are, right? But but be willing to let people be wrong about you. Like some people have got it wrong about me. They think I'm a particular person or whatever. They're wrong, right? And that's okay. They can have the, their opinions about me. That's none of my business, all right, it's really powerful if you're okay about other people having their own thoughts and opinions and you just staying out of it. I think that's a much easier way to live. All right, number 10, love the fuck out of yourself all day, every day. I did a post on this a couple of weeks back. You absolutely cannot hate yourself better, rich or thin. It doesn't work. If you want to make lasting, sustainable change in your life, you have to be your own best friend and have your own back. This has been an area I think I've grown the most. Yes, yes, we can all say I'm good enough. Of course I am. But this year I have really started to take it on and believe it in my bones that I'm 100% worthy no matter what with or without a podcast, with or without clients, um, at or not at my ideal weight, with a full or empty bank account, I am good enough, always. This is particularly necessary when you put yourself out of your comfort zone because when you fall on your face, it's a lot easier if you help yourself up and support yourself rather than giving yourself a beat up because you stuffed something up, right? I can't stress this enough. Be your own best friend. Just love, love, love yourself always. There's no upside to not loving yourself. There's no upside to being mean to yourself. There's no upside to putting yourself down because you didn't, you know, succeed the first time. It's, there's no benefit. There's zero benefit. You cannot hate yourself better. It doesn't work. You have to love yourself to do the things that you want to be able to do. All right. Number 11, get a coach. Seriously. Having someone in your corner to one, help and support you achieve your goals is essential But more to the point, if you, like I'll use the analogy of a personal trainer or a sports coach, right? Can you get up and exercise on your own every day? Of course you can. But how is that working out for you? Do you do it? This is why people have a personal trainer, to help them achieve their fitness goals and have a strong, healthy body, right? Any professional athlete or person wanting to operate at a higher level has a coach. It makes total sense. A coach helps an athlete through the nuances and blind spots 
they can't see on their own. It's exactly the same as having a coach. Like for me, having a coach is the epitome of modern mental and emotional health. Like I have a coach to help me achieve my goals, but I also have one for modern mental health to keep me out of the shit pile of self-doubt, overwhelm, or all the limiting beliefs I operate from without even realizing. Yes, I can coach myself on my own and I do coach myself on my own, but I get results so much faster having a coach and it makes moving forward with my life so much easier when I have a coach to say to me, do you realize the reason you're experiencing X, Y, Z is because you're thinking such and such? Like it enables me to have so much more growth because even the best coaches can't see their own blind spots. Okay, number 11, and this is the final thing, have fun and celebrate your wins. This year has been so fun. Like sure, I've made, I've had many moments of uncertainty, doubt or fear, but I've been conscious to put my attention on all the good stuff. What is working? What are the results I can celebrate? It's a lot easier to keep doing what you want if you are having fun. And it's a lot easier to do it if you celebrate your wins. And celebrating your wins puts focus on what you can do and it breeds confidence in yourself and your abilities. Living a rich, juicy life is totally available to you and possible if you just reach out and grab it. Okay, so I said I had something special for you to celebrate one year of the podcast. Any woman, that means you, can break free from their limitations by having a coach show them their blind spots through a private one-on-one coaching session. Because when you're aware of what's getting in the way, you can make powerful changes to get you to where you want to be. Changing your life is scary. Why would a sane person want to change their good life? Because we feel dissatisfied and we want to do and be more. I am a change expert. I know change. I went to 13 different schools. I've lived in three different states. I've lived in three different countries. I've also had three major career changes. I know how to navigate you through the fear and discomfort of the change required to reach your goals. I know how to help you create the capacity to be, do, and have more. I want you to have this. So I'm giving you a private one-to-one coaching session with me. Now, there's over 1,300 of you who listen to the podcast. This gift is capped at 10 people and it is only available to people on my mailing list. All right, this will be available until it gets booked out. So the first 10 people in um, and I, and I will bring the offer down on Friday. I don't mean you have to get the coaching before Friday. I just mean I'll, I'll have this available until Friday. So you need to email me. Just you can 
reply to any email that I've sent you and tell me that you would like to have the private one-on-one coaching session, I will email you some additional information and a link where you can book a time. Uh, This is my gift to you to celebrate women kicking ass and doing super cool things. And of course, to celebrate the podcast turning one, 52 episodes. Yay. I am so proud of myself and have enjoyed this year immensely. And thank you for being with me on this journey. I have just absolutely loved it. And I love being connected to you. And I love being able to talk to you every week. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you. All right, that's it for today. I hope you will join me tonight at book club. We are celebrating tonight. It's going to, I'm going to have champagne. Uh, It's, yeah, celebrate, celebrate your wins. I hope you will celebrate with me. I hope I will see you tonight at book club. It's on at 8.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time on the Money Mindful Facebook page. All you have to do is just show up on the page and I pop up live. Until I see you next time, have a fantastic week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.